and welcome back to the Continuum Podcast, everybody. I am Kyle, and uh, their driving passenger next to next to me is my good friend Adam. How are you doing, Ed? I'm good, mate. I'm good. You? Yeah, good. Excited good, um, to talk about the um, the Cybertruck. Yeah, I mean it's a beast. I was uh, um, I was actually looking at it earlier, and uh, it, it came up on my instagram feed or something and i i thought it looks like atari graphics do you remember like an old racing game it kind of looks like an old uh, lamborghini or something in atari graphics yeah it, it has almost gone back in time in a way hasn't it i think yeah we're... it's not even reaching ps1 graphics and they weren't good <laughs> you know that, that is the weird thing when you kind of go back and you look at those games i remember playing saw something came out for Need for Speed the other day, Underground, which is the street mm. racing one. That game was the shit back in the day. <laughs> and I look at it now, I'm like, it, it, it's terrible. I, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. how I coped with that. I mean, yeah, it's far better than the other ones. But as I say, it's just those, those angular points of all the yeah. cars and, you know, I don't know. It's um, you could you could you could liken the Cybertruck to Lara Croft's boobs. Lara Croft's boobs. Maybe that's where the, in the original Tomb Raider. I, I yeah, it might be where they got the inspiration <laughs> from. <laughs> Maybe old Musk used to play too much Tomb Raider when he was a kid. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a very very big video gamer. Did you know this? I didn't know that. No. Yeah, he no. plays plays like a lot of. Um, a lot of video games, a lot of, it's not even just strategy games. I mean, he does do a bit of strategy, but yeah, I mean, he plays, uh, what does the other one? I think there's like, is a poly, polytopia or something like that. So I think it's only an iPhone thing or something. Okay. And then, um, yeah, a couple of, a couple of others. So he plays Diablo, you know, of course. Oh, right. Yeah. Who doesn't? All cool guys play Diablo. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I mean that I haven't played it, so does that make me uncool? Um, no, that's okay. I think it's only uncool if you play it and you don't like it. I think oh, okay. that's I think that's where where the line gets drawn. <laughs> so, are we going to talk about this damn Cybertruck? <laughs> oh, sorry, yes. Um, so, uh, did you do you know how fast this thing goes? I imagine well, it's pretty rapid. Don't the test? Don't they like Tesla Model? Is it the Model S and the Model X? They go pretty, pretty beast mode at times. I mean, I know they, isn't there an actual mode on them called um, insanity or something? Yeah, it's like insane mode or something. Yeah, which I think is quite cool the way um, Tesla works in that you know you can buy you buy your vehicle, mm. but then if you want to because because it's obviously it's so technologically advanced, you can download upgrades to your car as well. Yeah. So you you can buy a car and you won't but you won't necessarily have the ability to yeah use insanity mode. You've actually it. got to buy it. Yeah. To to get it. And it's it's really clever. I think even with the range at some point, I remember someone telling me on certain models, it didn't really matter what model you got, you always got the same battery capacity. Mm. But depending on what you paid for, they might only make, for example, you might only get 70% if you got on the cheap end. But if you pay for the higher use battery then you or for, for, for further range, yeah. then you get 100% use to your battery. That's that's bullshit, though, surely. 
Like, in terms of like, if you've got a battery that can do 100%, let people use it to 100%. Stop this sales bullshit and just let people <laughs> maximize their car. You know, you buy an electric car because you want the mileage. If you're going to be charged for, you know, for like yeah. the extra 30% of the battery. Yeah, that's going to be charged more. I'm not saying that's what they actually do. That's what I heard. And it kind of makes yeah. sense. I think I heard that because it was in the States some time ago. I think they're going through another crisis of some sort. There's always something going on that side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some kind of storm or, you know. Um, and so people, the Teslas that were driving out of whichever state they're in or town or whatever, um, Musk allowed the Tesla cars that were within that area to briefly have a higher capacity on their batteries. Right. So, you know, if they could go, for example, 200 miles, he had let them go 280 miles or something like that right. just to make sure that they could Was get out. To make sure they could get out of dodgy neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, probably. A Tesla <laughs> is that intelligent. If you turn down, like, into the Bronx or something, it's like, drive faster. <laughs> We've given you extra miles. Drive, <laughs> drive faster. Yeah, what do you do in those areas? Actually, I mean, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to do a test and see when people drive through dodgy areas. Do they drive slower or drive faster? Oh, faster! Like, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. But then yeah, it's going back to it, you know, if you've got the cyber truck, you just drive through, chilled out. Oh, I would, buddy. I got bulletproof <laughs> windows and doors. I'm not scared yeah. of this place. <laughs> I think. I think it's just. They've really kind of changed the pickup markets, haven't they? Because I've got a sense you've kind of now you've looked at, looked at a few pictures and everything. I feel like it's growing on you. No, it's, it's not. It's hideous. <laughs> if it if it did everything that it does and it and it looked half decent, I probably wouldn't be as against it. But it's such a damn ugly car. It doesn't what, even what look real like to about me. It? No, it doesn't. Car, it doesn't look real. It doesn't look real. It's just ridiculous. It's, I mean, I, you, I can't even fathom. Do you think it looks it too futuristic? It looks no, because I I imagine futuristic, futuristic, futuristic. I imagine it to look a bit more sleek. You know, you look at yeah. I don't know. Take the the is it the Polestar? Have you seen those? No, Polestars. Um, is that also an electric vehicle? Or? I think so. Yeah. They, you know, they look a bit more futuristic. I'd probably say a Peugeot 208 looks more futuristic than a bloody Cybertruck. <laughs> Cyber it is truck. It is just out there, though. It's out there. And it is out there. I think they kind of... It looks um, shit, but it's out there. Yeah. I think they... When, when I think of... Do you ever go back and watch those kind of 90s, you know, maybe 80s or 90s movies when they would look at what the future, I'd say they'll make a futuristic mm. movie or sci-fi movie. So say, for example, um, the first one that Back comes to, to my future. mind is like, well, there's Back to the Future. The first one that came to my mind was Judge Dredd. Oh, okay. You ever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why. Is that um, um, the original was Sly Stotters? Bloody hell, I can't talk. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> and Sandra Bullock. I thought you were doing a, an impersonation there. <laughs> 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 um, 
We want to see oh the other one, which I think the vehicle might have been based on is also Blade Runner. And it's funny when you look at those movies, I mean, especially um I say how wrong they got it, but when it comes to Back to the Future, a lot of the cars and everything else in there were so angular. I mean, even the DeLorean was the DeLorean is like well, it's the precursor, isn't it, to the Cybertruck, do you think? Well, yeah, I was just thinking, I mean, the Cybertruck pretty much looks like a DeLorean on steroids, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's all down to that, <laughs> like, brushed steel coating, isn't it? And the fact that that's the only colour that you can get for it. That is one of the weirdest things uh, about it. Although I do want to see I do want to see a Cybertruck wrapped. I mean, it must be one of the easiest cars to wrap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I expect so. <laughs> So I think people are going to come up with, yeah, people are going to come up with crazy designs. I mean, I want to see, for example, like a matte black Cybertruck. What's that going to look like? Um, But I think the lack of kind of lines or curves or even just paintwork in general, Hmm. I think that's what it looks just plain. And I think that's what, why it probably makes it even more ugly. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I'm just thinking, ahead a little bit do you think they've made the Cybertruck bulletproof because it's largely going to be in America (laughs) and do you think do you think that's going to then encourage people because I was just thinking you're going to get it wrapped in a matte black that's going to look great don't get me wrong wow it's not because it's still a Cybertruck but um (laughs) as soon as somebody shoots that thing you're going to have like bullet holes in the in the wrap and people will shoot it it's America yeah yeah do you think people will just start shooting at it because it's because it's a cyber truck it's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> like, hey look over there there's the one of them oh, damn cyber trucks <laughs> let's get your gun out and go shoot that thing <laughs> jump on the back of this pickup truck <laughs> truck okay yeah i mean hey cletus get down here <laughs> I found me one of them goddamn cyber trucks. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I can see I can see they're gonna become targeted. Um because people just want to do it, don't they? I mean, did you see when uh my mate Joe Rogan fired an arrow at one? Yeah, it went straight through, didn't it? No, it bounced off. Oh, did it? I yeah. thought I thought this was before they like sort of fit fine fine-tuned the details a bit and I thought oh, no, I think that it. was <laughs> I think that was um Elon Musk when he did a presentation that's on right his, didn't he throw like he, a ball or sort of lead ball yeah he wanted to show I think it was the glass that yeah. was like you know um bulletproof glass or something <laughs> it kind of went straight through <laughs> <laughs> oh damn you could just imagine though the guy that kind of got that together he got a sack didn't yeah. he I mean, you've never heard about that guy. I finished listening to the audio book, never heard anything about him. So it's like, he, he, he did. <laughs> he gave him a Tesla and program, programmed it to uh, go off a cliff or something. Well, that's the other thing, isn't it? Like, the, the beautiful the beautiful thing about these cars is obviously, you know, that when you get the AI and self-driving capabilities and how much these cars can do, I mean... My car is, uh, you know, I, I suppose, sorry, the, the newer car that we've got is probably four or five years old now. Mm. 
And even the tech that's in there in terms of its awareness, it's not top of the market. It wasn't top of the market stuff then. Yeah. But even now, the safety features are awesome. Yeah. Um, and you've got Tesla, for example, where it's got its own auto drive features. Yeah. Which again are awesome. I don't know if you've ever been in a car when it's I've, when it's doing yeah, it. Yeah, I've used auto drive on different vehicles before, and it's pretty freaky. You yeah, know, the fact that it sort of just stays in the lane, di- levels you know measures the distance between you and the car in front. But sometimes it doesn't always work. If they hit that brake too hard, you got to be aware still. <laughs> so I remember yeah. following. So granted, I was in a Peugeot, so we can't look too much into it, but into the technology with that because their <laughs> their electrics are renowned for failure. But um what is yeah. it the Citroens? The C C threes, I think they are, aren't they? Or Citroen no. well, yeah, Citroen and Peugeot, they're both pretty bad for electrics as far as I'm aware. Oh, okay. Not ge- when you say gen electrics, you mean general electrics, not the mm, battery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah I th- I think it is it the C three that I've driven in. Or is it? I want to say it's fairly small one. Yeah, that's cool. I like I like the small little little ones. Um, one thing one thing I will say about these French cars, like Citroen and Peugeot, they are comfortable. Yeah, they're really really comfy cars. I didn't, you know, I always found them quite comfortable. But yeah, well, get comfortable because it's going to break down. Them. You gotta have somewhere exactly, to sit. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. All, always used to have the gags like between other um, you know, like really cheaper cars. I mean, for example, Skoda back in the day, you know, they didn't call them the rear windshield rear windshield warmers, you know, that kind of like melt the ice. Mm-hmm. They called it hand warmers <laughs> when you're pushing the car all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They just That's come up good. with crap like that. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the tech, the technology in cars, it must be so easy for people to hack into these cars now and do whatever they want. I mean, they should be able to have full control and drive the vehicle, shouldn't they? Yeah, quite possibly. That's a good point. I don't know whether like modernizing cars to that extent is going to be a good idea when it comes to self-driving and things like that. Cause you, you're right. You probably can hack them remotely and mess about with them. Isn't there a case of somebody getting driven off, off a cliff and people said, Oh, this car has been hacked. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. I think I've heard recently. Um, it was quite a few years ago, I think. In fact, I, I know the I inventor, Joe, Joe Uh Maybe. It's just the amount of shit that gets talked sometimes just flies over my head. Exactly, yeah. I know the inventor of the Segway rode a Segway off a cliff. Seriously? I think that might have been the hacked. inventor? <laughs> yeah. You can't hack a Segway, can you? I don't know. I mean, maybe you found a way. They're not easy to ride, though. Have you ridden one? Well, I'll never, say that. I've never been on one. and They're hilarious. They're hilarious. Yeah. Me and my mates did it. We went on like a Segway trip. And um, we had like a little, uh, we had an instructor type person who was like, right, you're just going to basically do a bit of practicing in the car park. And it's all about like leaning and and just leaning in the right way. And 
you know, lean forward far, far, far enough and then you'll go faster. And, and um, the uh, the instructor bloke was just like, he'd done it so many times. He's been doing it all day. And he was like, right, lads, just follow me. We're going to go on this little sort of trek around these things. This is down in Cornwall, uh, around these paths and stuff. And he went, I want you to sort of stay, what was it, two meters or a car's length between us. So each each and every one of you. And the guy was like out in front and he wasn't paying attention at all to what was going on behind him. <laughs> and uh, he oh, was no. just like going along on his phone and me and my mates were like slowing right down so that we had like a massive gap between <laughs> us and him. <laughs> and when it was like, when we'd had a big enough gap, we were just flooring it because we were all getting a bit cocky by then and we were going so fast. And then... He like stopped as we're like going full pelt towards him and we're all like pulling back to like slow ourselves down and stop. <laughs> and then, and then, cause you're like, when you stop, you've got to try and balance yourself. And, uh, yeah, we were just like messing around and we all, like three of us nearly ended up in bushes in a ditch. It was so funny. It was so good. Yeah. I think it's, it's well worth it's doing. It's one of those things that it is well yeah, worth Yeah. I really, I really want to try it. Um, I've seen a couple, yeah, especially down down Devon Way. Yeah. Um, but how how does it work? Yeah, so, because if you're leaning forward and then you got to stop, like, yeah, you gotta, is it difficult to like kind of bring it up or no, no, not really. It's quite. Uh, I think from memory, it's quite sort of in your lower legs. You do a lot of the control. Yeah. So you can sort of like kick your almost move your legs in front of your body and. Bring yourself back. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit like almost, fun. I want to say snowboarding in a way, but you must be using your legs a little bit more than you would. Mm. Yeah. But I'm just checking know. a modern Segway can go 10 to 12 miles an hour. That's it's still pretty swift, isn't it? Yeah. What do you think the purpose was? Of the Segway? <laughs> Lazy, yeah. laziness, isn't it? It's just for lazy people to get around. Do you think it was to replace the cars, like replace cars in general at some point? No, I think I just think it's for like for use. I think you see them in like movie, you know, big movie sets and stuff like that, don't you? So for well, people just, to get around movie sets, I reckon. Well, I thought they just used know, to drive the, golf carts. Yeah, they use golf carts, but. What if you don't know, you could just jump on a Segway. If everyone gets a Segway, you can go at your own time. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> but, I don't know, but you, it's, yeah. it's not really space saving or anything. You know, it's like, what, what's the purpose of it? So it's like just a, know, they're not exactly taking up a lot of room, are they? But how much is a Segway ads? What, in price? Yeah, let's see. 500 quid. Um, proper seg. I mean, yeah, it's five hundred quid. Okay, no, hold on. It's going to be a crap Segway, isn't it? Yeah, like if you want to get a Segway X two, which is a, I think like a all terrain kind of one. That's yeah. just like eight grand. I mean, no one's going to spend eight grand on that shit, are they? I don't know. Do you remember way back when you were talking about getting an electric scooter? Oh yes. 
Yeah, well, would you not get a segue instead? And what uh, then again? What are the what are the rules with segways? They're probably not legal, are they? No. Well, because hold on, let's see. Segway legal UK. Because um, they still haven't sorted out this um, electric scooter thing, have they? I mean, we we spoke about it. I want to say it's got to be at least a year and a half ago. I think it was one yeah. of the first episodes was, that, yeah. that we released. Um, believe it or not, we had a lot of practice before then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so they still haven't sorted out the the legality of people driving on the road or the pavements and that. But I see people doing it all the time now. Yeah, and I I want to say it actually doesn't bother me. It does, I don't know. What do you think? Would you say they're less of a pain than bikes or more? Yeah, okay, hold on. I, I'm going to lie. I did see someone trying to ride their scooter the other day on... Uh, it wasn't A road, but it was... When I said probably like a B road or something along those lines, where the limit is like 40 or 50 miles an hour, and they're trying okay. to ride their scooter down there. Ten. There's no kind of paths or whatever, so... um. Obviously, me being me, I want to try to overtake them with a bit of space, you know, because people are crazy. They're not a bike, are they? Bikes, you've got to leave like one and a half meters or two meters or something. They say fall under the same jurisdiction, so I think you can get as close as you like to them. (laughs) Yeah, it's just I think I just washed the car. I don't. I don't want any. You know, (laughs) don't want to get any muck or blood or anything on them. Yeah. Yeah, um, fair enough. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to see quickly. Segways, I think, yeah, it's only only private private land. So mm. I think it's probably along the same lines as electric scooters. But wouldn't be much sort good of then to have. I mean, I think that mm, saying that, I was going to say I think they're less harm than scooters, but. Or less dangerous, but I don't know that they are, to be honest. I, th- I think with scooters, I think you'll have less accidents and things. With a scooter, on a scooter, you'd have less accidents than. Yeah. Yeah. You have a few a accidents there. Yeah. But a Segway, I, I know it probably takes a little bit of getting used to, but I don't know. Because a Segway, you can also like do, I want to say 180, just like completely turn around yeah. with a Segway Kodji. Turning circles like zero degree. Is that right? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, you can just turn basically yeah. on, on a zero degrees turn. Turn on a sixpence, as they say. That is cool though. Did you, did you see that guy on the Segway? I think he was a cameraman when he ran into the back of Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah, does it one of the one of the Olympics or I don't know, I want to say Olympics. Anytime I see a track, I think of Olympics. <laughs> um but yeah, I think he is there celebrating in the crowd waves and whatever else. And I don't know what this cameraman was doing, but he obviously wasn't watching where he was going. Filming and went loud straight <laughs> into the back of Usain Bolt. Ooh. Was he okay uh, with it? Like because Usain yeah, Bolt's think, a pretty chill dude, it seems. Yeah, he seemed he seemed fine. But do you think that could, that could have really Done changed his whole career. <laughs> you know? Well, because um, although how although old was he, he then? He's great. I don't know. I'll need to. I'll need to check when it was. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, 
as great as he is, that the body is such like a a useless thing sometimes. <laughs> you know, yeah. You just take a little bit of damage that you weren't expecting, yeah. and like your your calves or something, and that that can probably get some tendon to go or something or cause permanent damage. So. I'll have to. I'll I'll find the video and I'll send it over yeah, to you. Look it up. I want to see it's... that one. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Usain Bolt's built differently, I think, to a lot of people, don't you? Yeah. We... You think his body could withstand more than? In fact, that question sort of goes for any top athlete. I feel like they can withstand a lot more than your average man or woman. Do you think that's because they've? Their bodies, they've created these machines hmm. that can deal with it. Or do you think that's just naturally, that's that's what they've been given? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I know. I think um, I think there's sort of some natural. So, like this. like you and me, I mean, I'm I'm naturally, you know, huge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. But you, on the other we're hand, we're not naturally you know, a, we're not natural athletes, and we don't have naturally, you know, we don't have athletes' bodies. <laughs> but I do. Feel, <laughs> I feel that I feel like there's, yeah, there's some sort of naturality to it. Is that a word? Naturality. Yeah, because even then, is it is it talent that that makes these guys great, or like you say, I think it's a combination, isn't it? You've got to be gotta, born with it, because. They say, ah, oh, you know, it can be taught or whatever, but you get some people, some people are great when they start. Then you've got other people who only start when they're older. You mm. know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, I hear about some fighters or something, for example, starting fighting when they're in their late 20s or 30s. Yeah. You know, and some would say that in fighting, you've kind of reached your peak by those ages yeah. and they just kind of just getting into it. And now they like, some of the best fighters or in the world or, you know, that, whatever they're doing in their that, field. That seems to be with mainly with like heavyweights though, doesn't it? I don't feel like you see that in the lower divisions. Yeah. You, you may have a point there. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I think, I think a lot of that comes down to the fact that they can, they can cause a lot more damage when they punch. So, yeah. you know, they've all, uh, uh, you know, a heavyweight's got a puncher's chance. More so than yeah. a lightweight or whatever. But I wonder again, yeah, with lower weights, you'll have maybe speed is the issue as well. Cause yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, that's you lose speed when you get older, don't you? But you yeah, probably don't I, lose I, power quite as easily. I would yeah, say, yeah, I think that's the thing. But maybe I'd like to see maybe the the difference between. A lightweight fighter, you know, a younger one versus an older one, because I think sometimes even older, an older fighter might be. This is, again, this is coming from someone who knows no boxing or fighting at all. <laughs> but I would think when you get a little bit older, you you maybe get a little bit wiser, so you'll yeah. take fewer chances. But you know, you won't just be throwing haymakers everywhere. Mm. But you'll be more careful with your shots, and your shots will maybe carry a little bit more oomph to them as mm. well you know which might there make is you a lot to be successful. said yeah there's a lot to be said for experience for sure um yeah 
would I then go out and fight somebody because of because of my experience? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know. Yeah, you're right. It's it, we don't have the the fighting knowledge or training, should I say? Yeah. But um, okay. I mean, I've played UFC and Mortal Kombat <laughs> and Tekken. And, and I think I'm fully qualified now. You should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be fine. You don't need to know much more than that. Yeah. Um, would what is your uh, fighting weight? Do you think what would your fighting weight be? I don't know. It, it changes though between different um, sports, doesn't it? Okay, let's go MMA because that's pretty straightforward in terms of weight divisions. For and the then most how, we, part. how are we measuring these weights? Ed? So are we using stone again or <laughs> pounds? Do you know pounds? Um. Uh, I don't even know pounds. I think that the conversion is something like 2.2 2. 2. 2 or something, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so I'll have to get a conversion chart up as well, won't I? So <laughs> yeah. what's... What, why do they call it LBS as well instead of... Oh, I don't why, why is pounds LBS? Because the Brits have got the uh, the pound sign. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got... Okay. Yeah, we've got so, the uh, trademark on pounds, so... So Ed, so I haven't. You'll be disappointed to know I haven't been going to the gym in that lately. What? So um, I have actually dropped. I've dropped a little bit of weight. However, um, on the I want to say unified weight classes MMA. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what that's what we said. Uh, I would be light heavyweight. Yeah, that that's about right. Yeah. So you'd probably yeah, fight I'm, at middleweight. I'm I'm about two hundred and five pounds now. Two hundred and five, Jesus. <laughs> that's not too that bad. Heavier? No, that's not too bad. I'm um I'm roughly around a middleweight at this point. So I should really be back when I was considering it, I was considering going to lightweight. Put it that way. Yeah. But um let's um let's Leave this for the next episode and see see what fighting you'll get up to on the next one, shall we? Yeah. All right. That sounds awesome. Thanks, Ets. And um, yeah, we will speak to you next week. Fight week. See you, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fight week, yeah. See, that's why I leave the outros to you. So, <laughs> yeah. I just tell everybody to please give us a good rating yep. and t- tell your mates. And yeah, otherwise, take it easy. <laughs> see you later. Bye.